0: just a reminder that of course when you look outside it just reminds you that we are still in Canada and we thank God that because the Bible says winter and summer shall not cease. So either you like it or not, there will be winter. Now if it comes with snow, it's a blessing. Praise the Lord. This morning we're going to go straight into the world and we're going to continue from where we stopped last week. Now, if you remember last week, we introduced the concept of change and we decided and and we discussed that there are many adjectives or there are many synonyms for change. We said one of them is to adjust, one of them is to develop, one is to grow, one is to improve, to modify or to transform. I like the one that says improve because change does not necessarily mean that what you are doing is bad. Whatever you are doing can get better Praise the Lord And so because of that We understand that change Can also mean that You are getting better At whatever that you do And then we said that change Is measured by where you are now And where you plan to be And that because of that That the gap between where you are And where you want to be Is the separation between you and your goal And we also mentioned that according to Second Corinthians chapter 3, that the Bible says that we behold as in the mirror. And then James also told us that we look into that when we look at the mirror ourselves. So meaning that you look at yourself, you look at God, and then you do your best to be exactly the way God wants you to be. And so today I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go in the fashion that I introduced some time ago. I'm going to go ahead as God gives me the grace and I will start with the letter A and B today. Because when you talk about some of these things, it's better that we arrange them so that we can follow them and then we can know where we need to make choices. I'm quite happy that the letter A actually is one of the fundamental things that anybody needs to change. Because whenever we talk about change, change cannot come unless it comes from inwards and when it comes from inwards it begins to reflect in your behavior, praise the Lord and as it reflects in your behavior, the Bible says that when men shall see your works, reflecting your inner state it says that they will glorify God and so this morning I want to talk about changing your attitude I want to talk about changing your what? your attitude, Philippians chapter 2 Philippians chapter 2 Let's open our Bibles together, Philippians chapter 2. We will read some verses 1 to 5. And as God gives us the grace, we will read some other passages later. Philippians chapter 2. Now this is one series that by the grace of God, we will take our time for everyone to understand what we are talking about. So if we seem to be a little bit slower than usual, I want you to understand that it is because we are taking our time to be sure that even those that do not catch on easily will be able to catch on. Philippians chapter 2, the Bible says, and I read, it says in verse 1 Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Which is a question. Any comforts from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are the hearts tender and compassionate? They make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one and not, with one mind and purpose. He says, Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests. It says, but take an interest in others too. Verse 5 it summarizes everything he has been talking about. He says, you must have what? The same attitude that Jesus had. Some translations says that Christ Jesus had, but it just means the same thing, that you must have that same attitude that Jesus had. And so in our usual manner, we want to then ask ourselves, Because whenever we talk about things, we ask yourself, we are talking about changing something, but if you don't know what that thing is, then how can you change it? We are talking about changing your attitude. We've already talked about change. That change means to improve, to adjust. It means to replace. Change means to work on the things that you have. Now we are talking about attitude. So what is attitude? I'll define it in two very quick ways. Number one, an attitude is a way of thinking about someone or something that is reflected in a person's behavior. An attitude is a way of thinking about something or someone that ultimately will be reflected in your behavior. I will will give you examples as we go along. Number two definition. An attitude is a thought or a feeling expressed simply as a behavior that is acted out. I'll say it again. It's a thought or a feeling that is expressed as behavior. I want you to understand that attitude is so important that the very excess and I want you to listen to me very well in the field of psychology there is a, one of the widest areas of psychology called CBT some of you will have heard about CBT before it means cognitive behavioral therapy cognitive behavioral therapy assumes three things number one it assumes that how we think how we feel and how we act are all interrelated. How we think is what is called the cognition. So when you hear cognitive, cognitive means higher thoughts. So how we think, behavior is to act. So cognitive behavior. So basically, in cognitive behavioral therapy, what they try to do is to help you change your thinking so that you can change your behavior. That is just basically what they do. So you go for 12 sessions, or you go for 6 sessions, and what they are doing in that 12 sessions is that they are trying to get you to a point where you change your thinking. And that change in thoughts begins to reflect in your changing behavior. And that is why it is not unusual that whenever you go to see your counselor, your psychologist, whoever is doing the CBT, they'll begin to ask you, what do you want us to work on today? What do you think you can change this week? Now, when you hear that, then it tells you that attitude is so important, especially for a child of God, and it is the word of God and the spirit of God that helps us to change, that me and you have no choice, that when you start a new year, you must set your mind to change yourself so that your behavior towards others can change. Amen? One of the issues, and I'll talk about it here, is that either you like it or not, your attitude will eventually give you away. You can pretend for all you care. One day, your attitude will give you away. I'll give you some examples as we go along. Specifically, our thoughts, and I want you to To listen to this. Our thoughts determines our feelings. It is the way you are thinking that determines how you feel. And how you feel determines how you act. Are we still together? When you think about the word of God in a positive light. It gives you confidence in that word. And then you act on faith in the word. permit me to say that if you find yourself constantly not having faith in the word of God it is because you have you don't have a positive feeling towards the word of God if you have a positive feeling towards the word of God you don't have a choice your body your behavior will naturally correlate with it that is why you will understand that when the Bible says "And Abraham obeyed God that was based on his thinking about who God is reflected in his emotions towards God and his behavior to go and sacrifice his son are we together so when we are talking about attitude we are talking about that fundamental thing that makes you who you are the bible says let this mind be in Christ Jesus who even though he was equal with God did not consider that and i'll talk about that later instead he laid that aside he took on a different attitude and it behaved differently that is why whenever you hear a message about attitude brethren your life cannot remain the same because your attitude will change and one of the things i will tell you about attitude is that attitude brings promotion The reason why a lot of people may not get promoted even in their workplace is because their attitude is bad. Your attitude to coming to work is bad. Your attitude towards work is bad. Your attitude towards your colleagues are bad. And yet you say that they are not promoting you. It is not discrimination, it is attitude. Are we together? Some people say, oh, my, my, my lecturer does not like me. What is your attitude towards your lecturer? I've often heard it. Thank God for generations. When I went to school, I didn't care about the lecturer. All I cared was that he had information that I needed. Either the lecturer said it in a good way, said it in a bad way, I accepted it. The lecturer is already made. I'm the one trying to make a living. Somebody says, oh, I don't like the lecturer because the lecturer does not do this. You better start liking the lecturer Because the lecturer will still set your exam And when he sets your exam (laughs) You better pass the exam So your attitude Will determine Even your success in life I'll talk about areas Where we need to change your attitude Your attitude towards money For example Will determine what you do with money And will determine where you are Your attitude towards the work of God. Your attitude. This attitude is a thing that either you like it or not, every day is affecting your decisions. So as we have that as our foundation, then I want to let you know that your behavior towards a thing is determined by your feeling about that thing based on your thought of the thing. If you ask an average person that comes from certain parts of the world Africa, South America and you see a snake your natural instinct is to kill the snake because your attitude towards that snake is based on your knowledge of what people have told you and immediately you see the snake you don't have feelings of love what do you have? you have a feeling that if I don't kill this snake it will kill me is it not? and what do you do? You go after the snake. I've shared it multiple times. When we came to Canada, one day we went to church on a Saturday. Suddenly I saw some small children gathering in a place. I was curious because they were gathering around a small garden that the church had at the angle. And when I stretched my neck because I was taller than one of them, I saw a lot of them carrying the snake and playing with the snake. <laughs> Their attitude towards that snake is because they live in Canada. And they know that the snakes here, they are guarding snakes, they don't kill. After all, how can a snake that is is not fatter than my tongue swallow anybody? (laughs) So your attitude towards a thing is determined by your knowledge of that thing, your feeling towards that thing, and then you behave towards it. We go on and then, (laughs) I want to mention something here, and I want you to listen to this. If you find yourself behaving inappropriately, and you are the one that will determine this yourself, if you find yourself behaving inappropriately towards somebody else, it is because your thoughts about them, which is determined by how you feel about that person, is not good. That is the basis of racism. Somebody looks at you, you are different, they automatically believe you are either a thief or a criminal. And their behavior towards you will be determined by that thought, either consciously or unconsciously. That is the truth. That is why when you get to certain parts of the world and you show your passport, immediately you are a suspect, depending on the color of your passport. Passport. Immediately. Has it happened to any of you? Yes. Immediately you are a suspect. Because their attitude is determined by how they feel towards people that have your kind of passport. Now, let's bring it home. My attitude and your attitude towards unbelievers is determined by what we think we know about the unbelievers. Unconsciously or unconsciously is reflected in our behaviour. Are we together? And so when I then want to change my life, I start with my attitude. Because I know my attitude is like a smoke. I can try to cover it, eventually it shows. Oh, your attitude towards somebody say, oh, but I like them. Yeah, I can see how excited you are when they're around. I'll give you an example. Because sometimes two people say, well, (laughs) maybe maybe my attitude towards that person is not exactly what you think. Somebody said something long ago, which I've For a long time. Another statesman, one of the wisest men that lived recently, he died about how many years ago? In 1990, he said, He said, Our attitude towards any country is determined by their attitude towards our struggle. Simple. And then he classified it. He said, Depending on their attitude, he said, when they place resources in our hands to fight our struggle, then we know that they are our friends. It is easy for you to say, I support your struggle, but you don't give them anything for the struggle. Does that tally with what you are saying? No. And that is why you will notice that all over the world today, people will tell you that, oh, we don't like the way people are suffering in social places, are they placing resources? So brethren, your attitude will always show. Oh, my attitude towards the thing. I can do anything for God. But when they called for donation for land, what did you do? Not a cent of your money was there. But you can do anything for God. Oh, I like, I like a lot of things in Canada. A lot of things can be audited in Canada. So what are the areas where your attitude needs to that you can start thinking about your attitude? You can think about your attitude towards even change. The minute you mention the word change, some people's attitude will immediately change. The minute you mention the word, some people, their attitude automatically changes. Oh, I don't have anything to change. I'm perfect as I am. Oh, no. Why do we need to change? Everything is fine. The only person that doesn't need to change is the one that has died because if you have not died then there are things to change because we are still striving towards perfection and if you are striving towards perfection it means that day by day there are things to change the bible says behold it as in the mirror that you are transformed from glory to glory no man will ever be transformed to the kind of glory that God has and so if at the mention of the word change if you already have a negative attitude towards that then there's a foundational issue. In fact, if you like yourself, embrace change. Because when you embrace change, there are things that begin to reflect in your life that when others see, if you remember, the Bible says in Acts chapter 4, it said that when they saw the boldness, meaning that there has been a change, it said they reasoned that they had been with Christ. Because there has been a change. You can change your attitude towards the things of God. You can change your attitude towards failure. Oh, let me just tell you the truth. Everybody fails. There's nobody that succeeds all the time. Even in scripture. Go and read it. Even in scripture. The Bible says that Jesus Christ could not do mighty miracles. In the books of him or in his own books, that was a form of failure with all due respect, that how can the Son of God go to a place and not be able to heal everybody? But he took it in stride. So what is your attitude towards failure? You think failure is the end of the world? What is your attitude towards fasting? Once they say there's fasting, before they even finish mentioning the word, he said, count me out. I fast when I want to fast. Congratulations. Congratulations. I was reading through the book of Daniel, chapter 1. The Bible says that Daniel purposed in his heart and he told his friends. He said, let us have a corporate fast. Let us decide. We won't eat this. We won't eat this. We'll be doing our own things. If you read it very well, the Bible says when he told the chief of staff, the man said, I fear for my job. So he had to talk to the attendant. I said, don't let the chief of staff know. You just give us what we ask. And then the Bible says that they they were were good. That fasting, it began to pay off in chapter 2. It wasn't when the problem came, they began to fast. So when somebody says, let us fast for 50 days, don't say it is not my portion. Let it be your portion so that you fast now. You don't have to fast later. What is your attitude? What is your attitude towards the children of God? What is your attitude towards the work of God? What is your attitude towards instructions from God? You think instructions from God are made for only certain groups of people, but then you believe blessings from God are for everybody. What is your attitude towards money? I'm just laying the foundation here. What's the attitude towards. Just think to yourself, what's my attitude? What is my attitude towards giving of tithes? What is my attitude towards offering first fruits? What is my attitude towards all these things? Giving to the poor, what is my attitude? It is reflected in behavior. Meaning that if I'm not doing those things, my attitude towards it is not where it needs to be. What is my attitude towards my colleagues at work, my family members, my in-laws? A lot of people say that my in-laws are bad. Check yourself. Maybe you are the one that was first bad to them. How many times did you pick your phone and call your in-laws? And yet you expect them to call you. Attitude begets attitude. Are we together? So when you lay the foundation for a good attitude in a new year, brethren, the sky is the limit Because when you change yourself, brethren, let me tell you the truth. People around you will automatically notice they will change, they will fall in line. What is your attitude towards the gift of God? Every day you are praying, I want the gift of God. But the little you have when people call you, you don't pick your phone. Then what is the gift for? The gift of God is not for a man to hold. It is for a man to use. And may I even tell you that the gift of God may not benefit you. It benefits others. Oh, I know that. I can even give you an example. In 2 Kings, one of the greatest prophets that lived at that time was Elisha. There was nothing that Elisha could not do. But then the Bible recorded and Elisha was sick of the sickness of which he died. That gift could not benefit Elisha. But he used the gift. You are still talking about him today. After many years. So what is your attitude? What is your attitude brethren towards your friends? The Bible says he that wants many friends to show himself what? Friendly. Friendly. You don't know that when you show yourself friendly is an indication of the attitude of your mind or the state of your mind. What is your attitude towards privilege? Let me talk about that for a minute. Privilege. What is privilege? Privilege is something that you happen to have that others don't have or a place you happen to be where the others cannot be. What is your attitude to... The Bible says... Jesus, having the privilege of being equal with God think about it he decided to lay it aside how many times have you laid aside your your privilege are we together how many times have you decided that I would not allow this privilege to separate me from others Oh, you are privileged you have a car that is more expensive than everybody else and so because of that you only associate you only associate with people that have your kind of car (laughs) what is your attitude what is your money is a privilege everybody wants it not everybody gets it it is a privilege even marriage is a privilege do not many people of your age are still unmarried and yet when you hear that some of your classmates are not married you begin automatically to think it's because something is wrong with them no brethren what is your attitude keep asking yourself as you are going along keep asking yourself what is my attitude towards people that are married but have no children yet what is my attitude towards people that their children are not behaving properly You think it's because you are good as a parent these are tough questions do you know it takes only one event for a child to change only one and yet God has helped you for so many years your children are remaining on the path it's a privilege brethren living in Canada is a privilege there is nothing you did that is more than what some other people have not done it's a privilege for those of us by the grace of God, that have Canadian passport, it's a privilege you don't abuse the privilege what is your attitude towards all of those things what is your attitude towards promotion the minute they promote you you can't talk to people that you are on the same level before Uh, brethren, there's work to do even in church, all of you are on the same level. Somebody now decided to say, now let us promote you to lead the team. Now you begin to talk down on them. You begin to see them as less than ordinary subordinates. No. That's not what God called us to do. What is your attitude towards problems? You know, often I tell people that everybody can claim to be to have it all together everybody can claim to be cool everybody can claim that they can undo anything let them say that when there are problems what is your attitude the bible says I will lift up my head unto the hills where does my help come from my help comes from the lord do you remember that when there is problems or is that the last thing you remember after you have gone around? The Bible says that he that dwells in the secret place of the most... These are verses we know. But then when the problem comes, what is the attitude? What is the attitude towards rejection? Oh, brethren, let me talk about this for one minute. Everybody will be rejected at one time or the other. Even Jesus was rejected in his hometown. When they reject you, do you thank God? Or do you at that time say that God is unjust? Those are questions we need to ask. What is my attitude towards my secular and my spiritual leaders? What is my attitude towards secular and spiritual followers because I'm the leader does not mean I know everything it just means I have the privilege of being the one to lead so I will see now that in virtually every area of your life your attitude will ultimately determine how far you go what is your attitude towards work work The work of your hands. The Bible says, and I will bless what? The work of your hands. And yet, every day that you are going to that work, you are grumbling. Some people will give anything for that job. Are we still together? When you change your attitude towards those things, brethren, I'm telling you, from nowhere promotions start coming. Because your attitude will either attract or repel. If your attitude attracts the good things, it is because your attitude is good. I'll give you some examples. I'm looking at my time. I'll give you one or two because of time. Maybe I'll get to three. One or two other characteristics of your attitude. One thing about your attitude is that even though it is inward, it shows on the outward. Jesus Christ said in Luke chapter 6, if you want to open it, let's, let's read together. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, let's read together. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter six. I read verse forty-three. It says, No good tree bears what bad fruit. Are we together? It says, No good tree bears bad fruit. What is he saying? That there is no good thought that bears bad actions. It's not possible. You can't have a good thought towards your husband and behave unseemly towards your husband. It's not possible. You cannot have good thoughts. The Bible says the thoughts that I have towards you, they are thoughts of what? Of good. God cannot have good thoughts towards you and do you evil. It's not possible. It goes on to say nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. (laughs) Let me qualify that for you. When you see a tree, or in this case, when you see a thought that is bad, you can disguise it for so long, eventually when it matures, it will bear bad fruit. Eventually. Because you can hide what is in your heart and perform an action that is contrary to what is in your heart does that happen or not? it does that is why occasionally you like people when they are drunk because that inhibition is removed and they do what was in their heart oh, from experience I can tell you that alcoholics don't lie they don't what they do is that they begin to say things that are embedded in their memory that could, they couldn't tell anyone. Truthful things. So Jesus is saying, No good tree bears bad fruit, and not there that is a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by what? Its own fruits. And then he says, Indeed, figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor grapes from brambles. The good man brings good things out of the good treasures of what? Of his heart. Remember I said your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions, they go together to form your attitude. And then he now mentions that thing that all of us know. He said, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Because we don't want to agree that it's the abundance of our heart. We coined a different word for it. We said it's a slip of tongue. How can your tongue slip something that is not in your heart? Is it possible? No. Just like a child will never say something that the child has not learned. I come to your house. Your four-year-old is swearing at me. And then you tell me that there's no swearing in your house then where did the child get it from? If the child did not get it from you, the child got it from the TV that the child is watching. So Jesus is telling them that your attitude though inwards, will also always show outwardly. In fact, your behavior, if you use the iceberg, your behavior is the tip. Your attitude is the one that is beneath the tip. Number two, I already mentioned it that your attitude will either drop people to you or to repel people from you. Number three, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 20, it says that the tongue of the righteous is choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is of little value. Your attitude is either an asset or a liability. Yes. As much as you don't want it to be a liability, your attitude can be a liability. Oh, let us go and pray. Ah, there's two centimeters of snow. Let us go and pray. You know, I woke last night. Let us go and pray. I don't have any problem. Let us go and pray. I've been praying for people. I'm tired. <laughs> it can either be an asset or a liability. Oh, we need volunteers to do this, not me. Oh, we need volunteers to do that, not me. The Bible says our God is in the heavens, he does as he wills, right? If God then decides that only those that are serving will be blessed, you automatically eliminated yourself. But our God does as he what? Wills. Brethren, if there's anything, don't let your attitude be a liability. Because, of course, a liability removes from you. A liability is what you owe. That is when you talk to accountants. A liability is something that you have to pay, you owe. Don't let your attitude remove from you. Let me conclude with this one. Your, your attitude, remember I said it's like smoke. It will never be satisfied until it comes out. And there's nothing you can do about it. Your attitude is like smoke and it will never be satisfied until it comes out. Jesus was talking about that in Matthew chapter 12. The Bible says that then was brought unto him, I'm reading verse 12, by 22. there was brought unto him a man who was demon, possessed, blind and mute and he healed him. So that the blind man both spake and saw and all the multitudes were amazed and said come and see, is this the son of David? Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub the ruler of demons. I want you to read verse 25 with me. What does it say? But Jesus knew their thoughts. Don't forget our definition. Your attitude is a combination of your thoughts and what you feel about it. Remember? And then it comes out as behavior. So the Bible says Jesus knew their thoughts. And then he said unto them, Either make the tree good and his fruit good or else make the tree bad and his fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruits. What is he saying? A man is known by his attitude. Show me a man. I tell you what his attitude is like. So when the Bible says for he knew their thoughts he could tell that what they are saying is based on what they are thinking. And then he goes ahead in verse 34. He said brood of vipers How can you be evil? Remember I told you that you can disguise. He said, how can you be evil? Speak good things. It's not possible. And then he added. He said, go out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks. If the heart is evil, watch out. It's a matter of time. Evil things will come out. Oh, you can pretend. You can guide it. There will be at least one instance that you'll be off guard. Thank God for TV. Thank God for recording devices. Leaders of the world, they will say one thing openly. When they're in their secret, they say another thing. Those men are not fit to lead the nation. Are we together? Always ask yourself, if every single thought every single word the bible says and every idle word that we shall be called to give an account you remember remember every word that you are speaking men may not hear but heaven hears you see somebody say ah sister i love you immediately you drop before you say don't mind her heaven recorded it does that happen or not it happens. Now, sometimes when some people don't remember to put up their phone on time, you hear what they are saying after, after you think they've dropped the call. That is the attitude now speaking. Brethren, all that needs to change. Because we are coming from who we are, we are going to who God is. God will never say what God does not mean. Are we together? As we close this morning, I want you to ask yourself this is just a foundation, and I will talk more in the second service and maybe next week. Ask yourself if all the thoughts that I have are played on the screen, will I be proud? If all the thoughts that I have to watch other people, If God allowed people to see, will I be proud? If you won't be, then it's time to change. I can take them one step at a time. The thoughts that you have towards your workers, your co-workers, the thoughts that you have, even when you come to church, the thoughts that you have about your church, You're inviting people to your church, but you're the one that is constantly talking evil about the church. How can people come to a place where you have bad mouths? Brethren, it's time to change. And I'm believing God that this year that our attitudes will change. And I'm not, of course, by the grace of God, when we start with A, it is because we set the foundation and then we allow people Aided by the word of God, aided by the spirit of God, to make their own changes. The Bible says, For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. You can't be the same when you remain, when you're in Christ, except you're only one leg in, one leg out. When you have both legs in, you're interested in what Christ is interested in. Brethren, that is the foundation we need for this year. And so by the grace of God let me just mention before I leave by the grace of God starting on Tuesday the resumed Christian church of God worldwide we start on the 50 day fast. My attitude towards those things has always been simple. The fast has been called as God gives me the grace I will do it. Do I know the reason for it? I don't care. I will do it. There are things that God gives us the grace to do that's why I always tell people you better fast so that you don't need to fast so starting on Tuesday God will give you the grace I know the prayer team will work on it the prayer team will send the prayer points and all those things stop you know John chapter 2 every day I keep remembering that verse Mary said whatever he tells you to do what did he say you should do do it Don't ask him questions. Just do it. Don't ask me, how is the fast supposed to help me? How is the fast supposed to... Let me tell you the truth. Long ago, and if I find the study, I'll send it to you. Long ago, they did a study. And they found that even rats that fast. When they injected poison in them, they were still going strong. The ones that ate all the time, they died within hours. The Bible says spiritual exercise profits in all things. It profits the physical, it profits the spiritual. Let us bow our heads to pray. I want us to bow down our heads to pray. I want you to talk to God very quickly and very briefly. What is your attitude? Just filling the gap about whatever what is your attitude oh maybe you are a leader in the church but you can't do small small tasks because you believe you are greater than those things what is your attitude are you a leader that cannot serve what is your attitude let's talk to God very quickly this morning and then we will close the service so that we can go to Sunday school and then prepare for second service and I will encourage you as we go through the series If you are not here for second service, please listen to it, watch it. But these things will transform your life.